I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And this is... All Things Random. And I'm eating pizza. And I got a Pop-Tart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Charlie Brown, I got a rock. <laughs> uh, dude, that was like one of the best episodes of like the Peanuts shorts for how, like holidays and stuff. Like it goes for me, Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving as like best, second to best, third to best. Like it's not as good as the Christmas one because Christmas is like a classic, like top beyond tier. classic. Top tier. Top, top tier. But the Halloween special is is still darn good. I'm and Thanksgiving you. is okay, but I've I'm, seen I'm, better. I'm with you on that one because you, you can, growing up in school, you can only hear the story of how we came over to America so many times before it gets old. Right. You know, even rewatching it with the peanuts, like it's cute, but you're like, I've heard this story a billion times before, you know? I mean, like, that is true, but also it is kind of nice to see because you don't really see it now, like when we're adults, like the story of like Squanto and, and the Indians in the winter and the, and the, you know, and they actually get like pretty real about like how people are like kind of starving and the winter was terrible and like half the people died. Like it, it gets not, real even in the penis short. But not so real that they mentioned that, um, what's his name? Um, John Smith was a total dick who wanted to kill all of them. Right. You know, because they yeah. were like, haha, they helped well, us I mean, and now we'll kill them. Some things are, you know, it, it's peanuts. <laughs> peanuts, <laughs> right. Comes with I know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's edited for kids. I'm just saying, like, you know. That's fair. I, I get it. If it was more, if it was truly more, you know, adult-oriented, it would it would definitely mention the fact that John Smith was a dick to the Native American. Yeah. Um, also, what kind of a boring name is that, <laughs> really? That's John how you're going to be, that's how you're going to be remembered in history. It was one of the most basic names ever. I mean, that's that one name. name. That is one name away from being an unknown corpse. <laughs> John Doe, yeah. <laughs> John Doe, John Smith. Like, come on. <laughs> True. True. But I mean, like, that was his name. What are you going to do? Right. I mean, he didn't do anything about it now. <laughs> Blame his parents. <laughs> right. Dude's been dead for like hundreds of years. What does it matter? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Although, John Rolfe was pretty nice to Pocahontas, though. Wait, who was? John Rolfe in the second movie, the tobacco farmer guy. There's a second Pocahontas? There's a second Pocahontas. Definitely have not seen that. It I barely sucks. remember the first Pocahontas. Oh, no. The the second one sucks. It's terrible. Oh, really? Oh. But, yeah. The first oh, one's no, good. It, I remember the first one being good. No, the first one's a classic, but the second one's awful yeah. because, um, and again, you know, because it's oriented for kids, they forget to mention that because Pocahontas wasn't used to, um, you know, white people diseases, like, she went over there because she wanted to. She was gonna marry. Yeah, she went marry John Smith and went moved back to like England or whatever. She married John Rolfe and moved. John to Rolfe. Oh, John Rolfe. Oops. She moved to England to marry John Rolfe, and then like died not that long after because you know disease. Because yeah, that's because of the white, people be the white man. Di- the white people be carrying diseases. Yeah, I mean, in twenty twenty, <laughs> that's it's not far off from the truth now, even. Although the, you know everyone. And I think the other thing that was creepy about it way back then was that in real life, I think Pocahontas was only like 13, 14. But yeah, she was a teenager. But because it's a kid's movie, they have to paint it as if she's an adult. Yeah. She's at least 18. At least 18. Or so in the first movie. Hmm. I, I like the meme, though, where it's the chief going, these white men are dangerous. And somebody made a comment, literally, um, every nation or uh, world history summed up in one sentence. <laughs> These white men are dangerous. <laughs> Yikes. 
<laughs> but anyway. Oh, so man. Then, oh, oh sorry. Ahead. Well, I was just gonna I was just gonna add one more thing. Um in Hercules, you know, the, the Disney classic Hercules. Yeah. Um because again, because it's a kids' movie, they forgot to mention the fact that uh Hera is not actually Hercules's mom. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't know that because like he was the uh, uh, part of my the bastard child from from Zeus yeah. and, like some mortal no, from Zeus couldn't keep it in his pants to save his life. <laughs> and so he ended up, you know, like tra- you know, like uh what was it? He um he shapeshifted in this, you know, to look like a human and fell in love with this lady and right. had a kid and that kid is Hercules. Also, I think in the they they call him Hercules in the movie because the actual Greek version is Heracles, but they were right. like, we like the sound of Hercules better. Hercules was the Roman version, I think. I'm not really sure. I think I I've heard that before. Like it's most of it's because like if he was like Hercules and everyone else would be like Jupiter and Neptune and not like exactly. Zeus and Poseidon. That kind and they of thing. and yeah and they were like we're not going to do that. So yeah. Classic Greeks always copying the Romans. What are you going to (laughs) do? Or the Romans copying the Greeks. (laughs) Uh, Well, I know there's an answer, but I don't remember which one's which. Who really knows? There is one that came first, one that came second. But I'm pretty sure the Greeks copied the Romans. But I don't know for sure. I don't know. Was was Caesar in rule around the same time as like Aristotle and all them? I think Aristotle might have came first. Maybe it is. Uh, Romans copied. I the think Greeks. the Romans copied the Greeks because I the think Greeks, you're right because yeah. Aristotle was like 400 bunch of years. I don't want to say a number because I'm probably gonna be wrong, but like a bunch of years before like all them guys. Well, because because the Greeks created democracy. Gre- Greeks created the idea of democracy. Right. So then, so then the Romans took that, and then Caesar was like, huh, "LOL, uh, I'm the best, so I'm gonna be the leader." <laughs> and then everybody was fine with that until they weren't, and then they killed them. <laughs> Are you are you googling it? I'm googling it, but like the, there was one like MythBuster thing that said like to clear up a misconception, clear up a misconception, the Romans did not start copying the Greek civilization, so that undermines that. But I feel like maybe that's not right. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the Greeks I think, came first. I think if one copied the other, it would be the Romans copying the Greeks. I think you were right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. So anyway, what were you saying? Oh, so super unrelated, but like still a topic. Um, <laughs> if going to the theme of the show, all things random. Always. Uh, my car is not with me at the moment, and I'm very sad about it because Aww. on my way home from work yesterday, the like red engine um, temperature light came on my dashboard, and it was oh, no. it wasn't a yellow light; it was it was a red light on my dashboard. So I'm like, holy ah. crap, my engine's going to like explode if I don't get home like immediately. Yeah, that's not that's not good. So uh, before I actually, I guess it was on my way to work. So my way back from work, I went like immediately to a gas station, got some antifreeze, got it in my car, um, was driving back home on the highway. The light came on again, then it kind of went off. So I'm like, okay, I guess I had to work through the system, get get through all the things. So like, maybe it's fine. I go out this morning to get some breakfast and it came on again. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess there's a leak in like my, uh, what do you call it? Like antifreeze, like the piping system or whatever, yeah. um, or my radiator tube, or whatever. The, the tubes or whatever. Yeah, and like I don't know how to fix a radiator leak. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Like, I can I can put like antifreeze in my car, but I can't fix it. <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. That's 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 way above my pay grade. You're like I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> exactly. So I took it to uh like AutoZone or or Dobbs, one of those. Two. I think it was Dobbs. AutoZone, AutoZone. I think it was Dobbs actually. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry. 
but uh so now it's there and now they can't get to it till monday so um, I'm, I'm out of a car until after the weekend is over isn't that always how it is on the weekends though it's the freaking worst i mean like i'd rather be in the weekend i guess where i have nothing planned than like a week right. when i have like work yeah so I mean, although i do have work on monday so i'm gonna have to figure out how to drive to work then right. i think jen might be able to help me out but um but yeah it's 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 a bummer and dumb and i'm ready to get a new car i'm like already shopping for a new car oh, probably a used car but uh but yeah i'm i'm kind of done i've had this car for like four three three or two years five between three four and five years um and uh i got it used and it has a number of miles on it i don't remember how many but i think it might have outlived its usefulness <laughs> i got it for like three thousand dollars like it wasn't bad really yeah like price wise yeah i mean my mom paid uh a lady 3300 for the saturn yeah, like that's that's a good price for any car. At least, and it got me through college, so you know maybe it's time to upgrade. That kind of right. thing. Plus, a whole bunch of things don't work with it. Like the tire pressure gauges don't work. The check engine light is always on, even though it doesn't mean anything. It's with the gas cap that I can't fix because it's just a gas cap error message. I hope um, <laughs> windows You're get strong. stuck. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it doesn't blow up on me with the other thing. Right. Um, the windows don't work. Um, the I don't know. It's I don't know. It's just dumb. It doesn't have Bluetooth either. That's the main thing. Uh, I was I was really bummed when I first lost the Saturn because my my parents had literally had literally like a few months prior just uh, got me a new car radio. Like no, it was it was for Christmas. My my big my big gift last Christmas was this new like fancy Dan Sirius XM install it yourself uh, Bluetooth radio, mm -hmm. and we had, you know I, I I worked on it with my dad. We took it we took the old one out. We, you know we we dealt with the cords and we put the new ones where they should be and got it whatever. And then literally I wrecked it. Like, oh really? A, yeah, I, I wrecked it a few months later. Dang. And I was yeah, so I was so mad. Well, I mean, obviously because I lost my car, but also we just put in the new radio. <laughs> right. And now it's sitting in some dude's it's sitting in some dude's lot waiting for him to work on it with this fancy new radio in it. You're welcome, whoever ends up buying it. You couldn't have taken the radio out, be like, hey, can I can I keep this or they would well, they what not have like done it? with it? I don't it, know. It, I mean put it in your new car. I, I have a I, I, I took my dad's Prius. It, it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you're right. You're spot on. I totally would have done that. And I totally would have asked my dad really nicely. Hey, would you mind helping me install it again <laughs> in this new car? <laughs> but no, I was just, oh, this is a mess. I was so mad about it. But now I'm used, yeah. to, the Prius. Now I'm used to the Prius. So it's fine. But initially I was really bent out of shape at that. Yeah. I, again, on top of losing the car, just the fact. Just the fact that I, you know, oh man, I know it's just it hurt. Just, just, a, just a bummer when like you you lose a car because it's, it's you know. and, that, and that was like my first car, you know, like the car yeah. I drove, like the car I drove before during high school was my grandma's Corolla, you know, and it wasn't really mm. mine. It, she just let us use it all the time, and that's what I drove to school, and I got used to it. And then you know, literally a month into summer. We got into a wreck, and I totaled the I totaled the Corolla, 
So then I didn't have a car going into college, which I wouldn't have been able to par- pay for parking anyway at school because it was hella expensive. But anyway, right. <laughs> so I didn't have so I didn't have a car, and I and I and it never really and it never really bothered me, you know, unless it was like about I can't come see Miranda because then I have to worry about the train and the train times and the train tickets. And then my mom up and surprises me on my 19th birthday with this car that she paid for me that really is more of an installment loan because I have to pay her back. So <laughs> not really a gift. It's a car payment. She gifted me a car payment. Well, a car payment plus a car. That's not yeah, just a payment. But but a car payment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You still got Usually them. when somebody gives you a gift, it's not, here you go. Now please pay me back. It's usually, <laughs> here you go. I got here's a, this. Here's a gift. Here's the strings that are attached with it. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that was what happened. So then so then the pattern just repeated itself, right? So now I had it all through college. It did great. I loved it. It was my car. You know, I, I like driving it. It it felt the way I it, you know, it can it handled the way I wanted it to handle. And then the engine goes kaput a month or two into summer. Oof. So now I'm back in the cycle of getting another car. And it was either shoulder a new car payment on top of trying to get married or take my dad's Prius that is that is already paid off because he you know he paid for it up front in cash like whenever he bought it. Oh, and man. so no car payment. It still work it's got a lot of miles on it. But it still works it still works well. You know, and then my parents have to go and find something new. So now my brother has a, what is it? It's a 2012 Chevy Equinox, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. So now my brother has a 2012 Chevy Equinox. That's not bad. My car right now is a 2000. And my dad drives the uh, 2007 Vibe with like 130,000 miles on it. I don't know why. I don't know why he would have just taken the new car, but Ethan gets the new car or whatever. I'm stuck huh. with the stupid 2008 uh, tan Prius. Yeah, my car's a 2008 uh, Chevy Cruze. Um, yeah, it has my over 100,000 miles on it, quite a, quite a bit over. You know how like on those things, like for the delivery apps or whatever, that you can uh, you can choose what color your car is so people can find you better? Wait, what? You know how like on delivery apps or like or oh. like like let's okay. say you put in like let's say you put in an order to Pizza Hut and you drive up to Pizza Hut and they, they ask you for the color of your car so they know who to look for. Yeah, okay. Mine isn't even an option. They don't even <laughs> give tan as an option. It's like brown, red blue silver or black like i mean silver or other silver (laughs) silver or brown is probably closest i don't know the color specifically it might be closer to one i I wouldn't call but i wouldn't call my car brown or silver that's the thing so it's like i'm not even an option you know like ethan has an option his is blue or my dad you know uh, a black vibe it's black (laughs) he has an option you know Mm. it doesn't make sense and I, I, I don't get an option. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I shouldn't be as salty about it as I am, but, you know. I'm awfully, good, I'm awfully good at finding things to be salty about that I probably shouldn't be salty about. 
I mean, like, what's the point of this show if not to just, like, complain about things that don't really need, that don't really have, like, the biggest consequence in the world? Right. Oh, my God, I hate my color of my car. <laughs> it doesn't even show up on my website. I am so oppressed. Son of a... Son of a... Nutcracker. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Wait, worst... we can't do the reference yet because it's not Thanksgiving. Uh, as much as I love Elf and I love that movie... We can't do that. No Christmas until after Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. We got to make that a rule. We got to set it down right now because otherwise we're just going to get caught in the Christmas mess and it's going to be nothing but Christmas episodes from here on out. We can't allow that to happen. But also, like, after this year, do you really want to delay Christmas? (laughs) I mean, that's fair. But also, like, 2020 or not 2020, we still got to respect Thanksgiving. We got to wait at least until, like, Black Friday. I'm with you. Actually, the, uh, <clears throat> no, I'm with you. Um, the, nice, <laughs> the nice thing is about my schedule is um, beca- because of how my schedule goes, I get, uh, I get Wednesday, I get Wednesday off, Thurs- Thursday off, and, this, and the email that I got at work today said that we get the loading holiday off, as in we get Black Friday off. Nice. So, yeah, we get, um, um, we get Thanksgiving Day and the... Uh, Black Friday off. Are you talking about like Wednesday and Thursday, like every week, or just for uh, Thanksgiving weekend? My my schedule at work right now is uh, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I'm off Wednesdays, Thursdays, Friday, Saturday. Okay, so like and Wednesday, then, Thursday, like basically is your weekend. Is my weekend, but in this case for Thanksgiving, so not this coming week but next week right you know I'll, I'll have three days off in a row not bad and i get and i get paid on the 27th which is good because i haven't had a paycheck in a while we've i mean we've not been bad, doing bad. i mean we've been doing okay with miranda's paycheck but it'll be nice to it'll be nice to see that um to get direct, yeah another direct deposit hit my checking account and be like yeah. oh, <laughs> i got paid <laughs> yeah <laughs> it feels so good yeah it is a good feeling not gonna lie i'm sure you know yeah, which um, yes, I started on the uh, I started on Monday. Yeah, and what what job was this again? I work at this place called Afni. It's in uh, yeah, okay. It's it's in Bloomington. It's a it's a forty five minute drive from home, which is annoying. Um, yeah, but um, so basically, I think I kind of told you, but I'll just tell you again. Yeah, you did, but I so, might have forgotten. Well, and for the people at home who haven't heard yet. Right. <laughs> basically, basically um, agents or customers that need uh, something with their phone through Verizon, uh, you know, they, they, they go into the store and they tell the they tell the guy at the counter or the lady at the counter, you know, you know, I'm looking to trade in this phone or I'm looking to get a new phone number or I'm looking to, you know, uh, get a new plan for my family or whatever. And then that mm-hmm. agent that agent calls us and then we run, we have a system that we run through that I actually, <clears throat> the past few days I've done a bulk of my training on and we run through how to, you know, set up, set up a new, we just learned how to, you know, make a new phone number and, um, you know, okay. change, change somebody's phone plan or whatever. Nice. 
so that's that's what I do is I, over the phone that agent calls and says, hey, I, you know, this is so and so at this store with this store location. I'm calling because I have a customer here who would like to set up a new, uh, you know, get a new phone number. Setting up a is buying this, you know, whatever phone it is, buying an iPhone, uh, the new iPhone 12 or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Mm -hmm. And I, uh, we actually got to talk to the, um, what is she, the the operations manager, because apparently there's a branch down in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky, and she works she works there. And she's the one that decides if we're doing a good enough job and we're we're self sufficient enough in in the building, then uh, she can send us home to do work from home. Okay. So, so they want you to like make sure you know, like you don't need to ask many questions to people around you. Like, hey, how do I do this thing? Basically, uh, to, yeah. Like, but, and, and then like you can work from home. That's right. And, nice. and and it is. And my my trainer was like, you know, we're not we're not looking to, for you to have a perfect record on the phone. Obviously, like you know, you don't have to be perfect. But like, you know, he I, he phrased it as like, don't give us a reason to not send you. Okay. You know, yeah, like like sense. like you know, like try try your best. Do all you know, do all the systems because. Actually, I mean, honestly, it, it looks like a lot, but really it's pretty easy. It's just a lot of systems and I work best with systems. Like, you know, tell me to, tell me to click this thing, type in this thing here, click. Yeah, that's, that's pretty thing, nice. And then rinse, lather, repeat over and over and over again, just with different information and in different places at different stores, blah, blah, blah. But it's all basically the same thing, just a system over and over. And he kept saying like, you know, this may be a little repetitive. This might get a little old, but like at least you're getting used to the system. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> this guy has no idea that I'm already a champion at this kind of thing. <laughs> this guy has no idea. I'm going to wipe the floor with these losers. Oh, look, look at him. He has no idea. He's gone. <laughs> that's, that's basically me this entire time. It's like, <sighs> that's fine. <laughs> I'm just imagining that, like, that's why that I boss signed up from friends. That's why like, I interviewed for this job. <laughs> I can imagine you like walking away like that one Ross meme from Friends like get a little of this idiot like it's in like right behind you. <laughs> I'm censoring that, but you you know it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, so it's actually going pretty well, I think. Um, nice. So I'm doing pretty good. Um, my my group is fun too. We have quite a few characters. Um, I'm actually yeah. on I'm actually on the young side of the of the group because we got yeah. I mean yeah, one. me too. We got, we got we got we got one girl that's 18, uh, one that's 19. Uh, obviously, I'm 22. Our our trainer's only 25, hmm. which is kind of surprising. But he's been with the company for like a few years now or something. I don't know. Um, I think our oldest guy is uh 58. Okay. He's quite the character. Listen to this. I heard some of his backstory because we have the we have the you know, the headsets with the little ear with the little mouthpiece. Oh yeah, yeah, I know he does. Yeah, we ha we we have those because we uh, we we use them. And I overheard some of his conversation with uh, the the training supervisor. And um, so get this. So he was uh, he was born he was born in South Africa. Hmm. Um, like in Johannesburg, like capital of South Africa. Okay. And then I think he said when he was nine, uh, his family moved up to New York. So he kind of has like a low key New York accent and he can make, he can like make it thicker if he wants to like New York, <laughs> you know, like New York. Yeah. Um, and uh, I also heard that apparently 
when he moved, uh, his sister stayed behind, grew up in South Africa, and became a nun. Oh, wow. His sister joined a convent and is a nun in South Africa. That's wild. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it doesn't stop there. So, so he lived, so he's from New York originally. He lives in like Lincoln, Illinois now, I think, or something. Um, he, his last job, his last big full time job was he was a, um, he was a steward on United Airlines. From 1982 until 2012. Wow. Like 30 years he worked for United Airlines. What did he, you said he was a steward, so he like. He's the guy he that, something? he's the guy that did the directions with the exits oh, and like, the whatever and the face. Like that one scene in Tommy Boy where they're like, this is how you use the life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Okay. Yeah, like that. So, <laughs> so he did that for like 30 years and apparently. Uh, they gave him a really good pension because, you know, he worked there for 30 years. Right. So he retired from there, but then he got, t- you know, like, like a lot of retired people do, they got tired of not working. So then he was like, I want, you know, I want to figure out something new to do. And uh, he thought he could do this job. He speaks, <clears throat> he speaks four because he's been around, he's, because he did United Airlines for 30 years, he speaks, what is it, four languages. He speaks uh, the language in South Africa, which is Afrikaans, uh, Dutch, um, What's the other one? I think I think he said French, and which I know maddens you, but um, <laughs> and, uh, I, I, people that speak French doesn't bother me, and even like French people don't bother me. It's just like the country and political. The idea nature. of the country as a whole. The idea of no kidding, but <laughs> <laughs> please tell me more about Euro trash. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I so Afrikaans, Dutch, French, and. What was the other one? I mean, English. Maybe, maybe German or something. But like, I mean, besides English. So like <laughs> five, but like four foreign languages. Yeah. So That's pretty dope. Oh, and, and, so to, to, so if that wasn't enough, uh, he is, uh, he has a husband and he does drag shows. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's, quite the char- so his- he's quite the character. So his sister is a nun. <laughs> sister is a nun, and he does drag shows. <laughs> okay, that's quite the family. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't. Which makes me wonder how he ended up in Illinois when he's from New York. I don't know. I got I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so he's quite the character. He's fun. Uh, <laughs> he's quite the character. Um, we also have like, what was it? This this one this one uh, girl that we have. She's like. 32 or something she's got five kids she's a single mom and she has five kids Oof. and she also does uh she's african-american she also does um hair like as a like as a side gig yeah yeah she like works out of her basement and does people's hair for money wow and now she's that, got must, that must be rough having basically two jobs like that two five jobs kids, and, like, two yeah. jobs five kids on her own like <laughs> Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, she she's a busy lady, so <laughs> we have quite the cavalcade of characters. Yeah, <laughs> but they're fun to work with, so it's that makes it more fun. Yeah, um, sounds fun. And and I'm and I'm like I said, I'm trying really hard to make sure that I that I can prove that I can do this job well without much help because already I cannot afford driving 45 minutes there and back 
you know, every day that I work five days. No, I don't blame you. And you said you work like what? 10 to seven. That's a nine hour shift, isn't it? 10 to seven with an hour lunch break, but because it's 45 minutes away, I have to leave at like nine to get there at nine 45 to work yeah. at 10, you know, and then it's basically eight o'clock by the time I get home. Yeah. So that's and basically I, your, your whole day. It is basically, and <laughs> I, we were talking about this too, no, towards the end of our shift. If we weren't so, if we didn't have such a weird shift, you know, when we got home, we'd take a nap, but we might as well just go to bed if we're going to take a nap because it's only yeah. eight o'clock. You know? I was like, man, I just need a nap. <laughs> I don't want to go to bed. I just need a nap. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Which hopefully will get a little bit better because my schedule, my schedule after the training is over switches to uh, 12 to 9 with Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. Okay. So as long as I am, so as long as I'm still having to drive, that, that means I don't have to leave here until 11. Which yeah, again, but probably, I imagine by that point, you'll be working from home anyways. Well, see, but that's the thing is tra- training, like official training is only the first two weeks. It's, it's a four week set, right? So the first two yeah. weeks is like your training. The second two weeks is what they call a transition period, which is still technically you're, you know, you're in training, but you're like actually on phone calls and stuff. Okay. Like you're actually doing like you're actually work. doing things, you know, in the system, taking calls back to back, helping people with whatever it is they need help with. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And especially since I'm working the late shift, there's, you know, uh, Verizon stores tend to close at like seven or eight. So like, you know, seven or eight is probably going to be the busiest part of my night because you got all those last minute people coming in before the store closes to say, Hey, I need this problem fixed, mm. you know, or I want to buy a new phone and whatever. And, you know, and so, I imagine like Christmas time, like people getting the phone set up to give them as Christmas gifts. They're going to be like, it's going to get wild up like, around like gonna, December. Yeah, exactly. It's probably, it's probably going to be really harsh because then you know, like they were talking about our benefits and stuff. Like my, my insurance doesn't kick in until I worked there for 15 days. So I still got some time before I get anything for insurance. Yeah. My insurance took a while to get for me. I don't get, I don't get sick time. I don't get sick leave or paid time off until like, what is it? 91 days in or something like you got to wait a hot second for, that kind of thing, which like, I guess yeah. I get it. Cause I'm just starting out. But when you say 90 days, it just feels so far out. 90 days is a long time for sure. That's three months. I mean, like you and I both know we did Exodus 90. It's a long 90 days. It's a long 90 days. <laughs> exactly. It's a long 90 days. And speaking of Exodus 90 and church things, the problem is, is for the next few weeks, because I have such a weird schedule and because of the, the church that we go to, uh, we have to, I gotta, I gotta wake up early tomorrow because I gotta go to 7.30 a.m. mass. 7.30 yeah, I mean, a.m. Like, mass. Now, I don't want to like, I feel bad saying this, but like, you're kind of preaching to the choir, no pun intended, because uh, my family has taken me to 7.30 mass for pretty much my entire life. My dad always insists on going to the earliest mass possible, which for JNA was always 7.30. So I'd always get up to like 6.30, get ready. So like, I, I feel you, but I. <laughs> How did you do it? <laughs> I I mean, like what my dad did was like every time we would go to seven thirty mass, he was like, "All right, now we can go out to breakfast." And we got to pretty much choose. It was either usually like Bretco 
um, or like some fast food joint. Usually it was Breadco or like McDonald's or something. But he would entice us with like, all right, if we go to mass at 7.30, we go out to breakfast at some restaurant. If we don't, if you make us late, then we're having something here and just having like cereal or whatever. That is, that so is, like, that is incentive, yeah. It, it, was a good, it was a good idea, but like. I just would never voluntarily be like, yep, let's go, 7.30. Yeah. So it's, it'll be a temporary thing, but just the just the notion that it's like, ah, oh. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, man. I guess. I mean, like, I'm thinking, like, because, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have a car right now. There's a, there's a church that's like, forty minutes away. If I walk there, and I'm thinking about going, but also it could be raining tomorrow morning. I think I, I think I might go. I don't know. Walking anywhere that distance sounds like a bad idea. I know. I think it might be a bad idea. I might wait till tomorrow evening, see if I can go with someone else. Because it's probably going to be raining tomorrow morning, too. It rained a little bit on the way home. It's, ra- it's raining right now, and I just see lightning out there. Mm. Doesn't look great. Nope. There was, def- yeah. there was on, the way, on the way back, there was definitely a very, like, I could only see a tiny part of the horizon, and everything else was this very dark, foreboding, ominous cloud. <laughs> it was like dark, the, foreboding, ominous cloud. I love it. it, it, it it's, well, it, you know, it's like the cloud from Stranger Things, but minus the lightning. Hmm. Is what it looked like. Literally, just left a little bit of the skyline, and then the rest was just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> insert electrical sounds here. <laughs> right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> We really need a soundboard for this with, podcast. With swelling orchestra. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Dude, your, your microphone seemed like it cut out for a little bit. Are you still? I'm here. Oh, okay. It sounded like it got like really quiet for a second. Nope, I'm here. Okay. Here and loud as ever. Cool, cool, cool. Dude, speaking of like jobs and good news and stuff, you know how I'm like not really an engineer and I haven't been an engineer since like July. Um, basically, basically, well, not basically, like completely true. Like I, I've been the just a paper pusher, computer guy. Um, Nerd. But, <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I look at a computer screen. screen. I'll, I look at a computer screen all day. I can't. I can't give you any crap. Yeah, at least I work at a factory, like with mainly machines and stuff. Oh, uh huh. You're mainly machines. I have a nice <laughs> break room. What do you have? A corner we have a office. Nice break room. Are you sure? Are you sure it's not a corner office with crappy linoleum and somebody's leftover lunch in one tiny fridge with a microwave that doesn't work, and the that's countertop pretty, from the '90s? That's pretty specific. Is that specific? Is that what you have at your job? No, I'm trying. I'm just trying to paint the picture of what a crappy factory break room would look like. I mean, like, it's a factory. Like, you got to keep it clean for the employees, and it's a decent break room. It's on the other side of the building, so I don't usually go. I usually eat, my, I eat at my desk, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, or eat outside if it's nice out. You know, you got some freedom. Yeah. But back to my thing. Um, I had a meeting with our company president, and it looks like that I might be going back to engineering sometime by the end of this month. And I'm pretty excited. With a company president? That's pretty big. Yeah. He, I mean, like, it's a smallish company. But, like, yeah, with, like, the president of the company, he was like, hey, you are going back to engineering. Uh, you, this other guy, is, like, going back to what he used to do. So, like, kind of going back to, like, kind of what we used to have before the pandemic. Kind of. Kind of. Um, so, yeah, I'll likely be a quality engineer by, um, by December. Nice. There you go. Yeah. 
no it's not it's like i am ready to get out of that like job position like i like my coworkers. like i work next to a bunch of guys like there's one guy um i work with who's like my age he's still pretty young and like you know is he's worked at the company for a couple of years but he still like understands my movie references and stuff mm-hmm. and then there's a guy like right next to me who's like this kind of older chinese guy from shanghai who's like the funniest guy i've ever met like he's hilarious but um i'm gonna miss like the people there but as far as like the actual like job job that i'm doing yeah i won't miss that it, it's it's fine it can it can be with someone else for a change. It pays your bills, but you'd rather pay your bills with something you like to do. True. Or at least something that I went to school for. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least, at least now I truly feel like I'm using some part of my communications degree. Yeah. You actually communicating to, to people to my benefit, but also like, you know, uh, using my, um, customer service voice with my theater minor, you know, cause you have a, you have a script that you look off of to, you know that you that you save for every phone call yeah to start every phone call so yeah kind of use some of my theater experience for that too yeah yeah there was this one time that like some of our like front door people were like out sick so i kind of had to take over a little bit of their job responsibilities like one day like a week or two ago and i literally had to answer the phone like uh like Dunder Mifflin, this is Pam, like, you know, Ronan Dawson, this is Mitchell. Like, it was like, like, oh, I'm the receptionist now. This is kind of fun. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to answer the phone. I was like, well, let me transfer you because I don't know the answer to this question. Boop. <laughs> right. my, my friend was like, why are you transferring this to me? This is not my call. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You know more than me. Just it. please take it. And then she was like, we're not interested. It was like a sales call or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're not interested. Go away. My, yeah. uh, my script is, uh, you know, ring, ring. Thank you for calling Verizon Porting Activations and Credit. This is David speaking. Can I have your name, please? And then it just kind of go down the, you know, mm-hmm. just go down the script. Which again, <laughs> look at these losers. They have to read off a script. Get a load of this idiot. <laughs> That's my heaven. <laughs> Get a script and memorize it? Sure thing, boss. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> What's do this for a living. You have no idea what this theater minor will get you through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's the, this is really specific, but me saying no problem. Have you seen the, um, the Andy Samberg impressions monologue on SNL? I don't think so. Okay. Well, it was back in like 2013 or something when he was still on SNL and, um, or no, he wasn't, he was, he was doing, he, he had like first started doing Brooklyn nine, nine or whatever. And, okay. um, and uh and he was he was like i he's like i was poking around online and i found that i only did a few more impressions a few less impressions than my friend impression master bill hater so he wanted to catch them all up and that was the whole point of the monologue was to catch them all up and one of the impressions is no problem (laughs) (laughs) oh we talked about this last time didn't we i feel like it's ringing a bell but i oh we totally did hold on i have to find it i got it Oh man. Yeah, I'm gonna find my phone charger. Okay, I'm back. So what are you looking for? Are you looking for like our that video? I'm looking for the video because I I know it's in here and I I just can't remember who it is. Oh man. Or the one of the parts is um alf or it's the 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 dad from alf alf don't eat the cat 
<laughs> Dude, I remember Alf. I used to watch that when I was well, little or I don't Did remember you? how old I was, like maybe ten. Yeah. I remember it was on like the same show as like Full House or whatever. Oh, I, like the I same never, channel. I never watched Alf. Like I know the I know the idea, but I never watched it. Yeah, I definitely have seen a couple episodes of it. Not much. But um it was, it was kind of it was kind of like it had like home improvement kind of vibes. Like it was that kind of era. Mm. Argo. Hold on. Oh, it, it is Alf. Okay, that's why I was so confused because he says, Alf, no problem. And then he goes, the dad from Alf. Alf, don't eat the cat. Here, I, I want to see if you can hear it. Yeah. It's coming. Hold on. <laughs> I heard the "Don't Eat the Cat." Like it was, it was pretty quiet though. Oh, did you? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I held it as close to the mic as I could. Hold on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if our listeners will be able to hear, but I, I kind of heard it. <laughs> okay, I didn't hear that one. Yeah, that time. Okay. Yeah. I I had it up like all the way. I had to put my my ear like right to the speaker of my computer, so I don't mm-hmm. know if I'll be able to hear it like in like listening to the podcast later. But I did I did yeah, hear right. it this time. Right. Don't eat the cat. <laughs> Alf, don't eat the cat. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> he also does one in there where uh, uh, Seth Meyers is the one helping him out, and he goes. Osama bin Laden. No, 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 no. And the whole audience starts to laugh. He's like, I rehearsed that one. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, Bill Hader comes in at the end to wreck it. And he goes, read those names. And he goes, Casey Kasem, good news, I've been found. (laughs) And then Andy (laughs) Samberg, I play a smart detective. That's believable. Uh, funny stuff. Yep. Oh, and I also forgot to say, the nice thing about this job too is that because you're, you know, you're sitting in a chair at a desk taking phone calls all day, you can basically dress like to your comfort level, like with, you know, while still looking semi-professional. Yeah. So I can wear uh, t-shirts, jeans, khakis, tennis shoes, and a hat if I want to, to work. <laughs> that's actually, that's pretty cool. It's really nice. And yeah. so, uh, I, uh, excuse me. so I didn't know, I didn't know what the rule was about hats. Cause I didn't really see anybody wearing a hat, but our lead guy was wearing a hat. And one of the other guys in my, in my group was wearing a hat. So I was like, yeah, what's the rule on hats? Like, is there, like, is there a rule or something? He's like, Oh no, you can wear a hat. You know, like obviously, like obviously, as long as it's appropriate, doesn't have anything vulgar on it. You're like, yeah, you can wear a hat. I was like, oh, cool, great. Because I'm because I'm I'm growing my hair out. Like I'm not getting a haircut for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. Neither am I. I it's been a while for me too. It's, and, it's going. Uh, for 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 me, it's at the point on the sides where they're 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 definitely not long enough to fade it, like to effectively blend into anything else up top, but they're 
they're like they're kind of long, but they're still kind of short. I'm at like that mm-hmm. two and a half month weird whatever. So to combat that and to uh, ultimately diminish the amount of products I have to use in my hair to keep it, you know, back, you know, keep it. I kind of have it like slicked back with a weird part up here you can't really see. So in order to combat that, I I'm gonna wear a lot of hats. <laughs> But they are, but they're cool with hats at work. So yeah, that's that's a good thing. I'm way I'm way more excited now because now I can wear a hat. And nobody's gonna yell at me. Yeah, yeah. And, I think at my work, I think at my work I can wear a hat, but most people don't. One guy, the guy, the Kevin, the Chinese guy that sits next to me, he does sometimes, but um, I don't usually. I feel like it seems, I don't know. I mean, it's a little weird for an office setting, but like, hey, if we're allowed to, then why not? I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, worst case scenario, I take it off. If I'm having a bad hair day, might as well just like throw it on, go for the best. Exactly. So, you know, especially you know, right now since it's since I am growing it out, and you know, it's such it's a weird it's at a weird spot right now. So, but I mean, the 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 hat will be that'll be a nice touch. Yeah. You know, my mom asks, I'm gonna be like, nope, just growing it out. Because <laughs> inevitably she'll be like, "Hey, your hair is getting long." I'll be like, "I know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be longer. You just wait and see." <laughs> She's like under her breath. Oh no, not again. <laughs> uh, I, the the only time I really ever grew out, I really ever like purposely grew out my hair. It wasn't even on purpose. It was freshman year of college because I got a haircut one time at this local barbershop place, and I tried to explain to the lady what I wanted and. It just didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. So then I was just like, and I, and I literally didn't have any money to get a haircut like at all. So for, oh. the, so for the next like six months of school, I said, screw it. I'm not getting a haircut. So I just let it grow. And then I got, it got kind of long. And then <laughs> I came home for Easter. Um, I managed to come home for Easter and I, it was bugging me and it made my head look wide. And both my mom and my mom literally handed me a $20 bill and said, please, son, for the love of God, go get a haircut. (laughs) I'm pretty sure my mom has said it to me before, too. So please, son, for the love of God, get your haircut. It looks ridiculous. Like that was basically word for word what she said. I was Mm -hmm. like, all right, fine, whatever. So I went and got a haircut and I felt like 10 pounds lighter because I didn't have any you know, all my hair was yeah. gone. And then I came back and she said, see, don't you feel 10 pounds lighter? I go, yeah, I do. Yeah. Mom is right. As always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the sad thing now though, is that that place that I used to get my haircut at back in East Peoria, I looked on Google not that long ago and it said they were closed. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, they closed down. They went out of business. Yeah, dude, my, um, my favorite breakfast place around here, like it was like Olive Street Cafe. It was like a small little cafe kind of diner um, on our street. Apparently, it closed down like in late October, and they don't really see themselves opening back up again. It's like, dang it! Oh no! I know. It's it's I wonder if like it's Ron Swanson all over again. Ron Swanson. I know. Yeah, it was like JJ's Diner. Like it was like the JJ's best diner, breakfast place. Yeah, exactly. It was a sad day. I'm worried about like my barbershop because I go to like Reed's Barbershop and they, I really like them down in St. Charles. But um, they're kind of a small business. I don't know how um, much traffic they're going to get if like new shutdowns come in St. Charles County. I don't know if St. Charles County will shut down. I know Illinois is looking like it. 
St. Louis kind of We're looking like it, yeah. Pritzker, Pritzker's holding like daily conferences with updates. Yeah. And he said that, you know, if, if numbers keep rising like they are, then he really doesn't have any other option but to enforce it because, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you yeah. gotta cur- we got to curb it somehow, but there's really no other way to do that other than a, you know, stay-at-home order. Excuse me. So I don't, I don't know what that's going to – and I don't – if that's coming soon, like, you know, my, the, my job is technically government necessary. So, yeah, but they're, they're like, they're super, you know, they're, they're super careful about it. Everybody wears masks when they're walking around, you know, social distancing, the chairs are spaced out, you know, our, our desks are spaced out so that we're not super close. Like they take it really seriously, but you know, if it gets to a point where they're able to send us home, but still effectively train us and that's, and if that's what they need to do, that's what they'll do. But as of right now, you know, I'm just going to go in and do what I can and stay safe and, you know, do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I got to do too. Like I still got to work. I got to work on site. I don't know if it's going to change if I work in engineering. I don't know what I'm going to be doing at that point. If, if that even is real, it's not official yet. Um, Right. But like, if I can work from home, I, I would like that option. Right. I don't, I don't know. and, And like I said, it, you know, depending on how well I do, outside of the you know outside of the training stratosphere like once i'm doing it on my own or whatever like i'm hoping the turnaround is really quick that they can that they just immediately like best here here here's what i'm thinking like best case scenario like i get to the last few days of my training schedule and they say hey we noticed you've been doing really good with taking calls and stuff and not needing help you know do you want to do you want to go home when your new schedule kicks in in which case I will say, heck yes, please, yes, absolutely. please let me do that. Like, like, let me start off easily, you know, staying mm-hmm. like as soon as like, as like it's Sunday, the sixth is when that new schedule kicks in. Like as soon as like on Sunday, I know that I can go to nine o'clock mass, come back at 10, you know, and then just be, make sure I'm ready by noon and then work 12 to nine. And then that way I just start out from home 12 to nine. Like, that would be yeah. fantastic. But, yeah, it cuts out like an hour and a half of commute time, like all that stuff. All that stuff. But again, best case scenario with the with the shutdowns, I don't really know how that's gonna go. Plus, you know, it's it's usually it's not usually right away that they are like, Oh yeah, you're doing good, we'll send you home. I'm mm-hmm. assuming I'm assuming it'll probably be like the rest of this month I'll be there probably. And then uh when my new schedule kicks in, I'll just come in on those new days until something happens or until they tell me like, Hey, you know, we're gonna, you're doing, again, you're doing really well. Um, and we think you'd be, we think you'd be okay working from home. You know, do you want to do that? So I say, yeah, of course I'd, I'd love to do that. And then I just, and then I just go home whenever they tell me from that point on. But again, it, yeah. it, it's all, up, it's all up in the air. It's not up to me. It's up to the, it's up to the, um, the operations manager lady so yeah she's, she's she's pretty cool so that's cool that's that's a good thing but uh, it's going well i mean yeah not bad and and uh i i conveniently didn't mention the fact that i was um hired there for hired to the bank briefly because <laughs> 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 when i applied like i had just been you know the timing kind of worked out actually that it would make sense that i had just left my job at lowe's and was now looking for a job and you know i 
find them yeah. forever and all the, you know. Yeah, I know that. What's, what's the word? The uh, the logistics with that. So. Yeah, it kind of happened to me too with um, with my first job. Did I ever tell you about my first job? I think I did about um, the first company I worked at. Before the lawnmower parts. Yes. What was before the lawnmower parts? Okay. Um, should I say the name of the company that I don't like? I mean, I did it all the time with McDonald's when I actively worked there, so I think you're okay. That's fair. Okay. Um, no one listens to our podcast anyways. <laughs> exactly. Nobody listens to our podcast. Nobody of importance in terms of our job life. That's, I disagree. I think that everyone listens to our podcast as the most important person in the entire universe, and they deserve a pat on the back for being the best people in the planet. Yes, of course. But, I, but, but, <laughs> but as far as like our... Our as job far, security. As far as our job security and our job life, no, nobody that we care about in those fields listens. So true. I think you're and besides, okay. like, especially at this company, like, I don't even care if they listen to it because, like, I'm not a big fan of this company. So, like, I, um, so it, uh, maybe the name will come up. Um, so I, I graduate college, um, looking for a job. So we're gonna the theater, and uh, I get this like. So um, I find, like on Indeed or whatever, I find this like place called John J. Stubby. It's like a, um, they kind of make like practice ammunition for the Air Force kind of thing. It sounds pretty cool. Um, I go there, it's, the thing on Indeed says like it's for an engineering position. I go there, I'm like, hey, I'm, you know, my suit and tie and everything. Um, they're like, hey, I'm applying for the uh, engineering position there. And they give me like a test of like, like a math test or like a physics test. Of, like here, how do you know if the gear's turning this way? Do you know if it's going to turn this way or this way? That kind of thing. I'm like, okay, that's really weird. Why would you give me a test when I've already proven myself with my engineering degree? Like I've done tests for four years trying to, <laughs> so I don't have to do this now, right. you know? So that was a kind of a weird red flag. Um, and like when I start the position there, like it wasn't an engineering position. It was for a machinist job, like working like, just like working like on an assembly line kind of thing, like trying to make sure a machine is kind of on the up and up through that the entire day, but I wasn't doing engi any engineering stuff whatsoever at all so the first day i'm like working i'm like okay i'll just work it first day see how it goes kind of continues on I'm like i don't think this is for me so my second day there that tuesday i'm like hey boss uh i gotta quit because i don't think this is for me because i want to be an engineer and this isn't engineering i gotta quit I was like, <laughs> yeah i literally i literally quit my second day there That's without any plans for my future i didn't have another job lined up i didn't have anything lined up i'm like i just do not want to work here it's like, not a good environment i didn't tell him this before. but like it was not a good environment the manager kind of sucked um they had a dog in the office that kind of lured me in That's but uh yeah in my interview i'm like hey is this dog supposed to be like yeah it's our dog but uh i didn't get to hang out with the dog so that was lame but um yeah where was i going with that so yeah i quit the second day and then like a week later i got the job from uh, bone and dawson so i was like Thank God I have some stability financially. <laughs> it was looking out I, for me after all. <laughs> for a whole week, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I don't. I had a job and I already gave it up after a day. That's so uh, that 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 week between that job and my job now was like was pretty rough. <laughs> I, I'm glad that I never. I'm glad that my job thing never went quite like that. Like obviously the bank kind of sucked, but yeah, I don't know. I'm liking it so far at Apne, so it's what. So it's whatever. I mean, like, if you expect everything in your life to go perfectly, then you're then you're kind of a damn fool because like nothing is going to go perfectly. <laughs> exactly, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. No, but the so. no, but like when I uh, I told you about the Aldi's thing, right? How I applied for like a full time uh, a full time Aldi's position. 
I don't remember all. I feel like I recognize all these, but I don't remember the details. Well, I signed up for the position, and uh, like a, you know, like two, three days later, I get a thing from a lady saying, "Hey, come in on you know what?" Or I get I get a call. I get a call from this lady saying, uh, "This is so and so from Aldi. Um, you know, uh, we'd like to schedule you to come in for an interview." And so I picked a day that worked. I picked a day and time that worked, and I went in there. The interview literally lasted like maybe 10 minutes and most of it, hear me out though. So I get there, I'm sitting down, this lady opens the door or uh, this lady walks in from what she was doing, opens the door to her office, you know, introduces herself, opens the door, I go in, I sit down, we sit across the table and she proceeds to tell me that this full-time job that I applied for is actually a part-time job that I would have to do for three months. And then maybe if I want to stay, then they'll hire me full time because they only have 13 employees and they're like, go, 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 like fast paced. You know, you're never, you never stop moving. You just keep moving. Yeah. And so the interview was like her giving me a 10 minute tour of where the, you know, the, the, frozen's over here the fridge is over here the milk and whatever's over here and here's all the meat and here's how we organize it blah 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 <laughs> you know, you're on the floor you never stop moving you're always doing something and i you know i try to make it sound like i was interested and then <laughs> I, you know, like, i'm trying to make it sound like i was interested and that i would be willing to do it also the shift i would be working would be 5 a.m to 1 p.m holy crap hard time for three was it months. Like, and, then, and then maybe they'd give me full time. For Aldi? For Aldi. And the, the whole time I was like, in my head, I was like, uh-uh. That is yeah. not going to work. Also, that's, that's It's not a good feeling when you have that before you even work your job. Because that's kind of what I had for this first company. That's false advertising. Don't right. label yeah. it as a full-time job if you're just going to have me walk in there and tell me that it's part-time. Oh, yes, I'd like you to lie to me and say that it's actually part-time. No, that's stupid. That's yeah, that, advertising. that's a good way to, like, not get employees that you want. See the lighting in the background? Uh, it's lightning here, too. You might be able to hear the thunder in the recording. I didn't see it, but... There's thunder outside. Oh. That's kind of thundering here, too. Yeah, but any, but anyway, I'm, I was... Oh, man. I just... I went home I was, and I, I came back to the apartment and, you know, Miranda's like, how'd it go? I'm like, they told me I applied for a full-time position. I get in there, literally walk around 10 minutes. First thing the lady, first thing the lady tells me is that it's actually part-time that I had to do it for three months. And Miranda was like, oh no. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, I right. can't do that. <laughs> I got stuff to pay for. I can't do that for three months and then maybe go full-time. No. Ridiculous. Also. That's the problem is because there's so few people, because they're go, 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 they only have like, again, they have less than 20 employees, the lady that I talked to included. So you have to do everything. Like you're a, you're a cashier. When you're not doing that, you're stocking the floor. When you're not doing that, you know, you're running things out of the freezer. Like, you know, you're literally just like, and I was like, uh-uh. I was like, yeah. that's not how I work. I can't do that. I'm not one of those people that's like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. No, no, I can't do it. Yeah. So I was, whoo, I did. And also the lady gave off a weird vibe. I don't know if that's just her personality, but like, 
I don't know. I just like what kind of vibe? Like uh like a not like a we're happy to possibly have you on board. It was like literally the whole like go 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 had like manifested into her personality. And it's kind of like, yep, this is that, this is that, da da da, okay. da, da. does that make sense? Any questions? And like she had like the entire script memorized. She was like going through bam, 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 bam. Basically, and again, it only took like my interview took like ten minutes. Well, your interview sounds more like pre-training almost. Like yeah, it exactly. It was like even, an interview. Yeah, it wasn't even an interview. Like and that's why I keep saying interview. You know, it wasn't even an interview. Literally, yeah. I walked around the store, the entire store, seeing things I had never seen in Aldi before. <laughs> and I walked out, and I drove home, and I was like, "Well, that didn't go well at all." <laughs> that sucks and then like three days later i got an email saying they didn't want me and i was like thank god like <laughs> so, again one of the few times i've ever actually been happy that a job didn't want me yeah just like that time that i just like the time that i almost got that job with that did i tell you about that that ripple marketing or whatever ripple marketing listen to this crap so <laughs> so listen to this so so i graduate in may right yeah so I graduated in May, you know, I, uh, with the whole COVID thing, I had to figure something out for work. I ended up going to Lowe's. I'm working at Lowe's, you know, for the first few months and I'm looking online and I apply to this thing called Ripple Marketing, which, you know, claims to be this marketing firm that's, you know, nearby and they work with a lot of big companies. Right. And so I'm getting through. So like, you know, I, I have the first interview. And it's there, there's such a, there's such a small company that like my first or second interview was with the CEO. Oh, wow. Like that was his title was C and don't get too excited. That was his title was CEO. Um, okay. I'll, I'll curb my excitement. Curb your excitement because what it really <laughs> means is that this ripple, also ripple spelled R Y P P L E. That's mm. how they spelled ripple ripple marketing was an off branch of this bigger like Chicago this bigger like legit Chicago company and so this okay. guy so this guy was like the CEO of the branch that was made back in like November of last year and he was okay. you know and he was recruiting people to be a part of his team and I was you know I was trying to ask more questions it was one of those things where they they kept I kept they they were saying all these things and made it sound really good and like, you know, kind of threw in that there was concession and whatever. And then I talked to this other guy over zoom in a, in a suit and tie and he had this whole fancy presentation thing going on. And, uh, you know, we, we connected on LinkedIn and he interviewed me and it all went fine until I started asking more questions about like, you know, where they work and what they do and like, what does a day on the job look like? Good interview <laughs> questions. Right. But, basically what they worded their way around telling me was that they were the people who like stand in Costco with the, with, with the collared shirts on with the name tag in front of the table with the cloth draped over it for this company that they worked for, you know, uh, supporting a bigger company. So they were, okay. so basically they were asking, so basically, which is why I'm like curb your excitement because basically they were asking me, to go and stand inside of Costco in front of a table with direct TV draped over the table, trying to, as people walk by, trying to sell them direct TV. Yeah. For full time. 
That that would not be a fun hourly base pay be a... and commission. What about paying commission? No, like I, I got an hourly base. I got an hourly base pay oh. per week, and then whatever like percentage I made in terms of like commissions on top of that. Huh. And I've never had a job with commission before, but no, it and sounds... so yeah, you got to be a real salesman, and so I. Right. I kind of heard that and I, you know, over the phone, I was like, you know, thank you. I'll take that in consideration. I appreciate it. Um, and then I hung up and then, and they, they were basically, you know, they were trying, they were trying really hard to rope me in. And they, the, the CEO dude literally called me back one time, two minutes later after just talking to this other lady and was like, yeah, so I heard you're kind of having some uh, doubts about this job. What's up with that? <laughs> the CEO literally asked me, yeah, what's up with that? That's you don't yeah. Ask, I don't think you don't ask your potential employee that. That's not a that. that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign at all. And I was in my head. I was like, "You asshole! What do you mean? What's up with that? What's up with that? Is I don't want to work for you. Right. I want to stand inside a Costco all day, five days a week, trying to sell people Direct TV as they walk by. My parents have Direct TV, and they barely like it at all." Right. <laughs> you know, like I'm not going to sell people direct TV all day. I'm like, this is ridiculous. And so, and I was so excited. I literally, so, right. So all, so all this is happening while I'm still working at Lowe's. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I don't know, 20 minutes until I'm supposed to be off. And of course I have my phone on me, but it's on silent. So I get a phone call from this guy and I go, Oh my God, he's calling me back because I, because once I started asking more questions and being like, well, what is it I'll, I would be doing? I think they finally got wind that I had caught on to what they were trying to, you know, scam me into. And so this guy calls me back and leaves a message and says, yeah, this is so-and-so with, uh, I'm here with so-and-so. And, um, you know, we've, we've decided to not hire you. Uh, we'll keep your name on the list for 30 days in case something else pops up. And I had never been so excited in my life to be told <laughs> that I wasn't going to be accepted for a job because I literally, as soon as that guy said, what's up with that? Because I wanted a few days to think about it. Right. And, and, which is a totally normal request. Like I gotta, I gotta weigh the pros and, and I told him, I was like, well, I gotta weigh the pros and cons. I gotta talk to the missus, you know, and I, I, I gotta, I gotta think things through, but literally for him to be like, yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, that what's is weird. With, what's up with you? <laughs> you know? Oh, not much. What's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Right. What's up That's with such you? a weird, yeah, big, that's very you, weird. You big dick. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> So, but I had never been so happy to not be accepted for a job in my life because of that guy. So, well, oh man, no, I, good for you then. I know. And sometimes I, I thank you. And sometimes I look back, I look back and that was not, that was not that long ago. That was like in June. And, yeah, I, go, that's, thank, yeah. and I go, thank God I did not get roped into that. Whew. That wasn't worth it because I was so blinded by the idea of a full-time job with hourly base pay. Right. I mean, that's kind of how I was with the John J. Suby. Like, oh, it's a job. Like, it's I should have taken it. It's a job that pays better than the current one that I'm at, and yep. it kind of and it kind of caters to my degree. But whoo, I'm so glad I held out because holy crap. Yeah, yeah, I know that feeling. Bad Dude, I remember there. like back in like um, August or July, I think I got an email from this like aerospace company that I applied to way back in like January. I remember I tell you, you about telling that? me that. Yeah. Yeah, because like I was like. In January, like after I graduated, I'm like just sending out my resume to like every single job that is hiring anywhere relating to engineering. Right. Please hire me. Right. And like, you know, eventually I got a job from that, but like months and months, like seven months after I 
sent out my all my stuff, they finally got back to me saying like, hey, they were considering my my uh, applicant. I'm like, no person would ever wait nine months, nine months. for an interview for a company, let alone an engineering degree. Like, at some point, I would have taken a job at like, I don't know, I would have worked on the assembly line if I couldn't find a job at that point just to have a right. job. At, like, why at would like, I? At like, why would I wait that long? No, like at one month, I'd been like, okay, they're not gonna get back to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I think I got this job like maybe a couple months after I applied. Like, a, it was in late February or mid February was when I got the call for for my current job. So uh-huh. it was a good like month, month and a half. But um, but it was nine months. That's like way, that's way too much. And I, I don't think I responded to that email. It's like if you're not gonna respond to me for nine months, maybe respond to this email in like nine months. See how you guys exactly. feel. No, you know, actually that, that reminds me, I, um, basically I, I kind of did what you did was I applied to basically anywhere. I tried to find a lot. I try to find, you know, like, um, like big media companies that like are, are the heads of like, you know, local stations in my mm-hmm. area. And so like, I literally got the same email three times in a row, all at the same time on the same day saying, thank you for your interest in the part-time on-air talent position at blah, blah, blah. Uh, we regret to inform you that we're not going to hire, like basically like we're not going to hire you. They wanted me to know three times in a row. We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want you. <laughs> Those were the same company? The exact same company, exact same <laughs> phrasing. Oh, man. All at the same time, just in a, in a row. Bing, bing, bing. We don't want you. We don't want you. We don't want you. <laughs> and then I got a separate email from those same people saying, sorry to inform you, we're not hiring uh we're not hiring, we're not going to hire you, but um, please pass this position along to anybody else who might be interested. Boy, that's a slap pass in the face. Pass along the position that we're not going to hire you for, that you just <laughs> got back to me about several months later. No, oh, thank man. you. I will be doing no such thing. Yeah, I will be telling people not to apply to this job because of that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. And, and guess what? It's in Bloomington. I applied to this part-time thing in Bloomington. And I, I, oh man, if I was any more petty, I'd walk into that, I'd walk into that station and be like, what's up? Yeah. Thanks, to, thanks for just now getting back to me. Thanks for your boss, you know, thanks for your bosses just now replying. Real thoughtful, guys, real thoughtful. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, real thoughtful. What a time to be alive. But hey, now we got both of us. We got jobs. We're good. We don't have to worry about that until we're. I haven't messed anything up yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm I have still... a steady job, and I haven't messed anything up yet. Thank goodness. I haven't been fired. I haven't been <laughs> called into the boss's I office. I haven't been let go. I haven't, you know, I haven't gotten the pink slip. But... Yeah, so I, we're good. Like until we like decide to leave, that's when we need to like look for stuff. But like for right now, right. pandemic, whatever, just. Just the people we got, what we have, we, I, we I went through the hell of getting a job. Exactly. I can't mess this up. I got to, you know, it may not be exactly what I want right now, but it, I kind of like it. It's going okay. And it nice. pays pretty, it, it pays decent. So I can't That's really say, good. I can't say no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, yeah. I can't really be picky at this point. I got the job. Also, that's what I was going to say, was at the bank, you had to wear basically like a shirt and tie and dress pants every day, mm-hmm. with dress shoes, which like I wouldn't have minded doing, but I'm, you know, obviously I'm much comfier in a t-shirt, pants, and a hat. So yeah, I like that I, I like that I can say I have an office job, 
and I can dress how I want. <laughs> that is that is pretty nice. That's pretty yeah. nice. I don't I don't have to worry I don't have to worry about you know wearing a stuffy suit or whatever. Um, I can I can wear what I want and um, get paid to help people over the phone. Like, yeah, I like that. So far, it's going okay, so I can't really complain. Not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like whenever, if, again, I don't want to say like whenever, because like it's technically not official yet, but like if I do go back to engineering, I probably won't be wearing like nice dress up shirts to work anymore. Like I'm probably wearing like, actually, this is kind of nice, like quarter zips and like Carhartt shirts, that kind of thing, just so that I can get dirty working with machines and stuff. Right. Um, which I don't mind. It's, more you know moving around which will keep me awake at work sometimes it's like i can't even keep my eyes open you're like staring at a computer screen all day you're like oh boy yeah i'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to figure something out for my headaches because you know i I look at the i look at the computer screen all day Mm -hmm. i gotta and and i'm if i'm taking phone calls you know i gotta eventually i'm gonna get a real bad headache problem yeah yeah i find i found yesterday i got i what was today? Yesterday, yesterday was Friday. Yeah, Friday. I I woke up late and I didn't have time to brew my coffee, which is like shows you how late I was running because coffee oh, doesn't no. take that long to brew. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> brew my coffee. I gotta go. Yeah, it was it was bad Friday morning, but uh, so I didn't <laughs> have any coffee in the morning because like the coffee machine days. at work. What's that? You know, the 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 rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. I'd love to say hello, goodbye. I'm late. I'm late. I'm late. That's how. That's basically how I was. And uh, the coffee machine at work was already empty, and I didn't want to make coffee there, so like I just kind of like went without coffee, which was like okay for the first like couple hours. But then like after a bit, like by lunchtime, I'm like, this is the freaking worst. I still have like a couple hours left of the day. And I had a headache because I didn't have any caffeine that day, and I didn't want to get like a Mountain Dew from the vending machine because that right. sucks. Yeah, no, me, no. me too. I'm I'm right there with you. I have my I you know I have my coffee early in the morning, and then I and then I drive to work, and then by the time lunch rolls around, it's worn off, and now I'm yawning trying to you know yeah because uh, well because you know Robert's not very good with technology because he's older, so a lot of the times we have to stop for the trainer to help him, and so it's it's you know it's a lot of downtime, and so it, but but it, it's 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 weird because. You know that they I, I work in what they call a secure workspace, so an SWS. So we can't have we can't have our phones, we can't have any like pens, paper, pencils to write anything down because it's all sensitive customer information. Oh. So we can't you know we can't have our phones to take pictures of things. We can't have like paper and pencils to write notes down on it. Even in training, like we can't write anything down. You know, because everything everything that we need is basically on the computer, and because of that, that that's tied into what they have. They have they have a clean desk, clean desk policy is what that is. So hmm. you, know, you can bring it. You can bring in things like you know little trinkets or to to liven up your workspace, but it can't be like paper paper. It has to be laminated. Wow, that's bizarre. Yeah, so like I'd have to come in early and have my trainer, and you know and if I have like a note sheet or something that I made, I'd have to, I'd have to print it out, which I have a printer now, by the way, I don't know if I told you. Oh, yeah. I have a printer now. I could print it out and I could bring it to my trainer. His name is Justin say, Hey, Justin, would you mind laminating this for me? And then he would run it to the laminating machine. He'd laminate it and then I could have it with me, but I can't physically write anything down. Huh? Yeah. I never when, thought about that. And then, and then when they do send me home, if hopefully, fingers crossed, you know, if if they send me home, 
um, I'm going to have to clear this whole um, this whole desk situation because I have to use their computer, and it's a it's a it's a dual screen type thing. So I, I got to use two I got to use two screen got to use two screens with their system with their camera that watches me as I talk on the phone with people, you know. Hmm. Um, so I gotta I gotta figure that out whenever. When, when that time comes and they say, Hey, here's all your, you know, here's all your gear and all your cords, uh, but you know, have fun going home and setting it all up. <laughs> yeah. Cause I yeah. gotta, I gotta take it with me. Yeah. It's like very different from my work. It's like, if you look at my workstation, um, it's like sticky notes galore. It's like everyone, like every note that I need, every person that like comes in late or whatever, like I, I have like sticky notes for like everything that I could need, like all over like, and I have like different colors for things right. like it's, which, lot of stuff. which obviously I would much rather have if they would let me, but they can't. Yeah. I never because thought about like the customer just, information thing. Like that makes sense. Like privacy reasons, but well, yeah, because then, because then what if I, what if I forget to tear it up and then I just throw it in the bin, somebody could easily rifle through that bin and be like, ha ha, you know? Yeah. Cause that's like passwords and phone numbers and like sensitive information. Yeah. Yeah. Identity theft. So, and, and, and fraud and all this stuff. So, um, but I mean, so far it's proving to be okay. Um, it's just some of the things that they tell me during training, it would be nice to, it'd be nice to have a note of somewhere, you know? Right. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm doing okay for now. It's whatever. Nice. Oh, and do you want to, uh, so not on the topic of jobs anymore, but still the Dolphy things. You want to know what I did last night? Sure. I consolidated my school loans. Wow. Yeah. Very, I, very adulty. <laughs> I need to do that. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Because because Miranda had been working on it and was trying to, you know, has been trying, has, she's been a champ because she's really trying to figure out this whole like budgeting thing with like, you know, with our two paychecks and paying mm-hmm. for school loans and stuff, and, you know. Um, and so she was like, hey, you should, you got, uh, you need to look into this and, you know, taking care of, taking care of this. And I said, okay, uh, I will. And so I, I worked on, I worked on consolidating uh, my loan. Not bad. I'm trying to see if I can log back in to see it again. But as of right now, here, hold on. I hate how I hate how it's set up though, because it it only gives you the option of create an FSA ID or manage it. And I don't want to do either of those. I just want to sign in. You know, yeah. Like that's not what I want to do. I want to. Let's see. I'll do this instead. I don't know if this will do anything different, but oh, here we go. Yeah, I just want to log in. That's what I want to do. Um, it's not technically complete though because I I had to I have to send it away to get it approved with uh, uh, Miranda has to co-sign for it yeah and then we got to send it off to someplace up in Wisconsin and then they'll Wisconsin. process yeah someplace up in Wisconsin and then they'll they'll process it 
and then um and then I'll and then I'll have like an official like all of all of my separate loans will then be lumped into the one loan with one uh you know with the one uh rate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which as of right now is just a hair over twenty one thousand dollars. Hurts just a little. And that's not including the one that I have through SefQ. So Yeah, I only have 691 of it paid off, so 3%. <laughs> hey, that's more than, that's more than uh, a lot of people have. I guess, but it's not great. And the next, the next payment it says that it's scheduled for is December 9th, so it's coming up. Okay. But anyway. So, but that's that's an adulty thing I did last night was consolidating. Yeah, so I still gotta gotta work on that, but <laughs> I'll I'll get there. And uh, Miranda's really bummed because we you know we kept talking about wanting to save up and save up a lot of money to buy a house, and only and only be here for a year, but um, with like closing costs and stuff and trying to put you know trying to be sensible and putting a down payment on any house you know you have to you should have at least five thousand for that and so we're not even close to having that that much saved up yet so Mm -hmm. uh we're gonna have to we're probably gonna have to keep living here another year once our once our lease runs out and at the end of june which is really bummed because she really wanted to be in a house a year from now but it's just how is your um like mini sink working out for you my mini sink isn't your sink like like super like low to the ground? Oh yeah, yeah. In the bathroom? Yeah, it's it's okay. It's manageable. I okay. I barely I barely even notice it now. Like okay. If anything, it's slightly under average height because basically everything is short for me. Being that's a tall fair. Person, being a tall <laughs> you are person. A tall person. <laughs> so <laughs> everything's already kind of undersized anyway. So <laughs> I, I barely notice it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. But um, we've also talked about um, finding like a finding a place out in the like almost like in the country almost like not not quite the sticks like still pretty close to you know civilization and Wi-Fi but like some somewhere with like a lot of open room and you know she she wants uh, she wants chickens. Oh really? That's fun. Yeah, she she wants chickens so. You know, she she would really she would really like a place you know kind of out in the open, not not too much land, but like a decent amount of land and enough enough space for some chickens. And, Dude, that'd be know, dope. Room to grow into, especially like if we got you know like a big house with a, a big old house that was like relatively cheap. We just fix it up how we want, and then you know that's mm-hmm. a place to to grow into with kids and kids in the you know foreseeable future and whatever. So nice. Again, but that's, but even then, still, you know, closing costs and houses are expensive. Closing costs, it just sounds super adulty that I'm not ready for. Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Just, well, it's, costs it's, is... you know, it's, it's like the John Mulaney bit where he talks about buying a house. He's like, I didn't, I actually didn't buy a house. A bank bought a house and they're letting me keep my shirts and pants there. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw that. <laughs> you know, I, I signed a contract for, thir- you know, I signed a contract to pay them back for 30 years. Mm. So here's what you'll be paying in 2029. And I went, 
2029. That's that not year doesn't a, exist. That's not a real year. <laughs> I'm going to be sipping dry martinis with President Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I'm not going to be writing you a paper check. 2029. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, scarily enough, you know, at the end of this year, we'll only be eight years away. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> that's weird. Wait, what will I? Oh, shoot. Oh, no. In eight years, I'll be 30. Ah. Dude, don't even say <laughs> that. I don't like that idea. Ooh. Oh, that makes me uncomfy. Ooh, don't even that. say that, because that's me in seven years. Ah, you old fart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, that's Miranda in seven years, too. So You're both old farts. Oh, God, that makes me... Oh, that's so scary. I mean, who knows how many kids I'll have by then, like, you know. Yeah. Everything, if everything goes well, I could have two, three kids by the time I'm 30. We'll see. Yeah, wild stuff. Well, that, I mean, it depends on when we start, obviously, but right. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Miranda, Miranda has said that she would like to be out of the baby phase by the time she turns 30. She's like, I'm not dealing with any baby stuff past 30. Okay. So, and I was like, hey, that's fine. Because <laughs> you know, because well, and the nice thing is, once you get used to the whole parenting thing, and your kids grow up, then your kids are able to help with the younger one. You yeah. know, so so like if you wait, so like you know, you have a kid, they turn like two or three, then you try for an, you know, then you try for another one, you have another one, then the three, four year old can help with the baby, you know, and they're like lovey dovey, and oh, I have a sister, or oh, I have a brother, and it, you know, it's cute and whatever. And then eventually by the time the oldest one turns like, you know, six or seven, there will be a new baby. And then the seven-year-old will be like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Just give them a paycheck. Hey, hey, don't burn the house down. Make sure they're fed. Be good. <laughs> when I was when I was 10, Veronica was 13. That's just hiring a slightly bigger child. That's like <laughs> if you were going around a town for the weekend and you want you wanted a horse to watch your dog. Here's where we'll be staying. Here's the dog food, and you're a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Why do people always shush animals? I never understood that. They've never spoken. <laughs> just, the way, just the way he delivers some of his bits is so funny. Or like the one, uh, you know, can, well, can my wife board with me? And they were like, oh, yes, of course, right this way. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. It sounds so adult. So much better than all those times I was like, can my girlfriend come? I, I think I've seen it. that one too. Yeah. I, I said it like that, but still. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it like that, but still. <laughs> oh, I love that lady. He's so funny. And he's and he, I'm so proud that he's from Chicago. <laughs> like, oh yeah. I didn't know. Born, that. And, born and raised in Chicago. I love it. Right. Hmm. The horse loose in a hospital. <laughs> Ah, John Mulaney. Yeah. Uh, All right, I think it's getting close to about an hour here, pal. Yeah, and I don't want to say it, but I should probably go to bed at some point. Where should I? I can't. Ah, I hate that. I'm turning into my parents. Damn it. What, going to bed at a decent hour? It's like 10.20. 
Yeah, I usually go to bed at like midnight. <laughs> True, but I mean, like, we're not like partying like we're at college anymore. Like, we got a pandemic and, and all that stuff. Like, it's I it's know, for but still. Yeah, it's, I, I get you. Uh, well, okay, if I went to bed, if I fell asleep now and I went to bed and I woke up at six, that would be about eight hours. Ah, I hate that. I'm turning into my parents. I hate it. <laughs> it's only for training. It's only for training. This is no other mass times. I'm being good. I am going to worship God. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so I have to keep telling myself, Fine. I'm getting my dose of I'm getting my dose of God. It's fine. Yeah. Do it for Jesus. Do it for Jesus. <laughs> ah, do it for Jesus. <laughs> All right. So what do we before we sign off, we probably should figure out a name for this episode. I think we've got some material to work with. Well, it's 41. 41, episode 41. It's 41. We talk about our jobs a lot. We talk about our jobs a lot. I'm going to bed early, like my parents. Um, like, is 41 a very adult age? Is 41 the new 22? <laughs> no, we can't repeat because we kind of already did that a couple episodes ago. Oh, uh, that's right. 36 is the new 28. Yeah, we can't. Yep. We can't do that anymore. Um. um hmm. We can't do 41 and done. That one's already done. That's true. <clears throat> Wait, was that one already done? Yeah, 40, 21 and done. 21 and done. There's not a lot of references to the number 41, though. 41 is kind of a weird number. It yeah. is a very weird number. Uh, 41 on the periodic table is niobium. Niobium. I never uh, heard of that one. Or maybe I haven't in my chemistry uh, class. A light gray crystalline and ductile transition metal. Huh. Uh, has a Mohs hardness rating similar to that of pure titanium and is ductible like iron. Oh, and I know, because I know that 40, I, one time, I don't know why, but one time, I, I I distinctly remember in middle school I did a project on the uh, on uh, zirconium, which is um, the the 42 on the periodic tables. Right after, I know it wasn't right after. What was? I know I did zirconium. What hmm. number is that? I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, yeah, zirconium. Like I was like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just super excited. Hey, in um, wait, let me see here. Oh, because in the Matrix, 40. Morpheus is a question on the forty-first floor of the government building. Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Zirconium is atomic number forty. That's why I knew it was close to whatever. Okay. The forty. The forty-first floor. Interesting. Forty-first floor, I think. Huh. 
Nobody really cares about niobium, though. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah, I'm not seeing a whole lot of uh, don't got a lot of material. Good work. stuff to use here. It's apparently the name of a truck driver and night rider. Forty-one. I guess. I'm just on the Wikipedia page. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, young boy never broke again has a song called "41." <laughs> What's the name of that like puzzle that like they give you like? the name of, or like a bunch of letters, and you could try to rearrange them into something else. Um, anagram, is that what it's called? Uh, I think it is. Oh, I'm going like, to put the word 41 in an anagram binder and see what it says. Oh, yeah, where you take like Christmas and then you make it into some other word. Yeah. Oh, apparently also there was a, um, there was a, there were a few... Let's see. There were a few movies titled 41 about George H.W. Bush. <laughs> the 41st 40, president? The 41st president. It, I guess that makes sense. That's kind of funny. Um, these don't really work pretty very well. You got the word often, tenor, toner. I guess toner kind of works because we work in... I that's a that's a really big stretch though. That's a real stretch though. I, I mentioned my printer one time. That's a real stretch. This hurts. Uh, <laughs> Usually we're better at this. I know. Forty one. is a weird number. So. Forty one is a dumb number. Oh, it's also, a prime number. There's a band called Sum 41. They have a song called In Too Deep. It just comes up on Google. S-U-M 41. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what kind of music. Uh, let's see. Canadian, if I put 41st in the Enneagram Solver, um, a sixth letter where that comes from it is uh, Frosty. That's kind of fun. Sum 41 is a Canadian rock band from Ajax, Ontario. Formed in 96. Interesting. Never heard of them. We could just do something stupid, like 41st times the charm or something like that. <laughs> yeah, not super creative, but it works. Yeah. 41st times the charm. I mean, by now, by now we certainly have perfected the, um, the method of doing this. So in some ways it works. Yeah. <laughs> we could say something. <laughs> 41st time's a charm of figuring out what the hell a car show. <laughs> <laughs> or, Maybe it's 42nd. I don't know. 41 job applications. <laughs> yeah. 41. Hmm. 41 applications later, you finally got a job. Two hours later. <laughs> 41 applications later. <laughs> you do like 41 applications later, quote or parentheses, SpongeBob announcer voice. We now have stable jobs. <laughs> Very long title. I like it. I'm going to, okay, hold on. 
and then okay, and then before it, I'll put parentheses, uh, SpongeBob French boy, uh, <laughs> SpongeBob French voice. Yeah, forty-one applications later. Forty-one applications later. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll put dot dot dot. <laughs> Okay, I like it. That's funny. I like it. <laughs> That's funny. And then, and then, we'll, and then there's, there's more room to work with 42. So. We got 42. We can do like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Answer the Universe. Um, Jackie yeah, Robinson's four- jersey number. Yeah. We'll see whatever whatever happens when we get to 42 next. Wait, we got to figure out our next show. Or do you want to do that after, off air? We'll just do that after. Okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Um, All right. Okay, here we go. Official outro. I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And this has been All Things Random. Random.